any problem celebrating Jesus? No, no. Ask the person for me. Do you have any problem? Yeah. And tell the person, we are not clapping for your father or mother. We are not clapping for your, your favorite movie star. We are not clapping for your favorite football star. We are not clapping for your, your favorite fashion star. We are, we are celebrating Jesus and you can't behave like okay, come on church. Somebody celebrate Jesus. Clap your hands. Can you add a shout in the house? Hallelujah. It's worthy your praise. Some of you, you only, when we are celebrating Jesus, you only do it based on your mood. Yeah, what you, you, you celebrate him when you feel like. When you come and you're already excited, it is okay. When you don't feel like it, your clapping doesn't even come. Your shouting doesn't come. Your, your, your face is morosed. Your, uh, then you, you are bomb. You see, as for the devil, if you allow him, he will make you bomb. And then he will add another one, he will make you bomb, bomb, bomb. Bomb. But when. You say to yourself, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by how I feel. I will celebrate him anyhow. Like the pastor said, because I love you. Jesus, I love you. Somebody clap those hands and give the Lord a shout in the house. Amen. Lift up your Bible with me, please. Say with me, say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am not a hearer only. I am a doer of the word. Say, by this word, I am moving to higher heights. I am conquering territories. Say, by this word, I am breaking through financially, maritally, physically, and on every side. Shout, I am blessed by the word of God. Wave your Bible and shout a big amen. Before you sit down, Please inspect for me your neighbor's Bible. Inspect your neighbor's Bible for me. Is it a Bible they have or a diary? Can you please inspect the person's notebook for me? Inspect the person's notebook for me, please. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. Inspect the person's notebook for me.
ask the person if the person doesn't have a notebook ask the person where is it where is your notebook uh, where is your notebook where is your pen where is your pen where is your notebook hey miss Adi, where is it where is it where is it all right okay you tell the person who didn't bring it tell the person next week don't do this yeah. Okay, lady. Tell the person, please, next week, don't do this. Don't, don't, don't do like this. Don't do like this next week. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you. Okay. So, um, today is the last Sunday in our discussion or our month of love where we've been talking about relationships we've been talking about love and to some extent marriage um, predominantly premarital issues or issues leading into marriage have you been have you been blessed so far have you learned something so far all right I think the married people are even more blessed than the, the unmarried ones. They are the ones I can hear their voice. But have you been blessed so far? Yes. Have you learned some things? Yes. Are you beginning to apply them? Are you applying some things? All right. So today I'm going to conclude. I'm going to. I don't know the topic to give today, but find a topic for it as I go along. Uh huh. Um. And then, um, you know, last week I predominantly spoke on men's issues. Is that right? Apart from the fact that we answered the questions, I spoke on how, you know, men should. So today, if I speak a little bit on the ladies, Diane, you go ball. You know ball. You ball self, actually. It'd be normal. (laughs) But. So quickly, let's, let's turn our Bibles to the book of Judges. Judges chapter 16, we read verse 4. First of all, we read quite. Can I get a microphone? Um, today, since we are on the woman, Reverend Pani, you can do some reading for me, right? Yeah. I don't want any. I don't want anybody to change the scriptures for me. <laughs> Pastor Sally, I'm not, I'm not, oh, I'm not, oh, oh, me and you, ah, Charlie. All right. So, verse 4, yes. Read to verse 6, no, verse 5, 4 and 5. Judges chapter 16, verse 4 and 5. And it came to pass afterwards that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and said unto her, Entice him and see wherein his great strength lieth, and by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him and afflict him, and we will give thee every one of us 1,100 pieces of silver. Wow. Jesus was sold for 30 pieces of silver. You see, when Judas was going to sell Jesus, 
Judas the man, he wanted only 30. When a woman was going to sell <laughs> something, so many years before Judas was born, she wanted 11,000 from each man. Charlie, are you ready? <laughs> no, 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 come on, calm down. No, no, no cause for alarm. No cause for alarm. But there are a few things I want us to look at today. Um, for example, we want to look at why sometimes some men run away from certain women. Because I've seen sometimes how that a lady can be in the midst of men they are comfortable and everything, but when it comes to looking at marriage, they may not necessarily look into the person's direction. Have you encountered any such thing before? Oh, talk to me, church. Have you encountered any such thing before? <laughs> Where sometimes they are friends, we are okay, we are brothers and sisters, but apart from that notion, which we tried to correct the other day, that people feel we are too close, we are, she's like my sister, but there are some men that they may be friends with somebody, but they will tell you that this one there, na wrong meat. I, I, I can't have this one. You know, because there are things that scare men. And the truth of the matter is that every man has something they are afraid of. Every man. I'm talking about in the area of relationship. And we would begin to look at some of them. So that if you are a lady, you can also avoid some of the things and make yourself a better person by the help of God. And I believe strongly that we are going to have better ladies in this house than ever before in Jesus' name. Uh, Let me hear that amen again. You know, sometimes it is not only spiritual that men don't choose a particular lady. There are times when it is spiritual. There are times when it is familiarity, like I spoke about earlier. There are times when it is spiritual, but it is not always spiritual. Sometimes beyond the spiritual, there could be other things that will make a man want to look at some things and say that, look, here and there. I was reading a book um, last night. I was going through something and I found something in the book where he talked about there are two romantic seasons in every relationship. And then he spoke about the first romantic season being the unconscious one. When, like, I meet my wife at first and we are in a relationship, I don't make too much effort to be romantic. At that stage, it's so simultaneous you know you are all caring you don't even see anything wrong with the person and you want to love you you, even in fact when the when the lady tells you to jump you don't even ask is it me that you are asking me to jump they just ask you how high should i jump then you just jump you know and ladies will do stuff for men and things like that but beyond that season there is another season which is called the conscious season in the romance at that conscious season, 
you are not it is not a feeling anymore it becomes a decision that i choose to love you and to show care to you because at that time all the i used to feel is gone and it comes once in a while as for men it comes maybe every night you know never mind if you don't understand it, you can ask Reverend Pani later. He will explain that to you. But, <laughs> you know, but at that point, all that turbulent emotions and everything is come to the normal level. Is that okay? So this is a time where I have to choose to respect you. I don't feel that thing that is making me not to think anymore. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm reasoning. Now I'm seeing things. Now I... I can analyze, I can see between the lines and everything. So at this point, it is very, very conscious. It is very, very intentional. This is the point where when you see anybody who have married five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, they will now be able to tell you some things that you are married for six months and you think that marriage is just like a honeymoon. Happily ever after. The married people here, am I, am I speaking the truth? Uh. Uh, or what I'm saying is not correct. Yeah. At this season, you know, you, you, you are not throwing flowers on the floor every day. You are not feeling, oh, honey, there is no food. Oh, baby, don't worry. I'll go and buy kenke. No. At this time, when I come and there is no food, I'm like, what is wrong with you? I mean, <laughs> how come there is no food at home? Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, these are some of the things that, as we go on, we need to understand. And like joke, sometimes I say it, but it's the truth. Marriage is not a movie. Marriage is not a movie. So if you are thinking that this thing is going to be like a movie, dilly darling every day and stuff like that, please calm down. And if you're in a relationship and at this point it is just the feeling, and ooh, and ooh, ooh, oh baby, 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 enjoy it for now. A time will come, the baby will not come naturally. You would have to prick yourself to say, she's still my baby. That's the point where you have to say that. Alright. So let's look at some few things. Why some of these things will happen. Where sometimes a man would not want to have a certain or a particular person. In spite of her beauty. She's educated, she's well-mannered, and everything. But what will make me still not want such a person? Number one, number one, those of you who have notebooks, please write it. You will need it one day for your grandchildren. Number one, a woman who is easily compromised, men fear them. When you see a woman who can easily be compromised, you see, in the case of Samson, Samson, I'm not talking about Samson today. I'm just looking at Delilah. Because Samson fell for everything that should have made him run away. But I don't want us to, because I wouldn't have the time to look at Samson's reaction to some of the things. But this woman met you and then was talking to your enemies. That is the first thing. Your enemies promises her that each of us will give you 11 remember how much 11,000 
yes, pieces of silver. If you can betray your husband to be to us. And the woman was okay. Now, looking at Samson's history, I bet you that Samson could have provided that money for Delilah. Because this is a man who could somehow catch 300 foxes. I don't know how he did it. Put fire on their tails and send them out to destroy. This is a man that could beat a whole army, take off their clothes and bring it to come and pacify some people. So, if it was the money, something could have provided. But a discontented lady, you can't do much to please her. And most men will always look at how easily the person compromises. Am I talking to somebody today? The compromise for money, compromise for pleasure, compromise under pressure, compromise when there is no pressure. It's like, oh, you want to marry, somebody wants to marry you, or somebody's trying to befriend you. Today you are here, tomorrow you are there, tomorrow you are here, tomorrow you are there. Any man who thinks will analyze you carefully and say, hey, <laughs> this thing can I? And then this brother bought me this, and then this one to give me this, and every day. So, so, so what is happening? What is so, is it that I you know, and, and a man, you see, for us men, Ms. Akwa, correct me if I'm wrong. For us men, one of the things we don't like is competition in relationships. When I feel like you feel another man is more capable than I am. You see, are, are you here, church? Yeah. <laughs> no man, Reverend Pardon, what I'm saying is it correct. I may not be the richest man in the world, but if my wife should meet Bill Gates, I don't want my wife to make me feel like Bill Gates is more capable than me. Am I talking to somebody here? I'm not saying that she shouldn't say that Bill Gates is richer than me. That's a fact. That's the truth. But in terms of taking care of her, no man wants to feel like another man is more capable <laughs> Once you start doing this, most men will start being careful. My sisters, may God give you wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Most men want a woman who makes them feel like, look, I'm here with you. We may not have enough today, but I believe God will take us somewhere. That is the, most men, that is what they are looking for. Men, am I speaking your, 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 your language? Yeah. A man who make me feel like, A man wants a lady who make me feel like, look, I am not the richest man yet, but this lady believes in me. She believes that I will become somebody one day. This lady, I trust that if I marry her, if we have to eat soakings for the time being, she will be content with what I can provide. So when you come and stand and we are making the marriage vows, one of the things we say, 
I will be content with what you can provide. That is what we make the women say to the men during the marriage vow. So my sister, yes, you want to marry, but if you give the impression to the men that as for you, you have people who can... (laughs) Trouble is coming. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about here? Are we together? You see, today I'm talking about ladies' matter. You see the way they are making their faces. I won't move. I'm preaching. Mama says, preach on. Mama says, preach on. Preach on. <laughs> All right. Quickly. Number two. Delilah or Delilah proved to have double allegiance. Men don't like women or men avoid ladies who have double allegiance or multiple allegiances. Multiple allegiance. One of the things you should watch, this may not be directly in the area of relationship, but watch it. And this one goes for both sides. When you have a woman who doesn't have a specific star, you have a problem. Jump from here to there to there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's intrinsic, it's inside. When people have multiple allegiance, allegiance, they have allegiance to so many things and so many people, and you can't tell when their allegiance specific, it's like when they finish everybody, then it's like they come to you. Most men will run away. They feel like this thing will not end. Am I talking to somebody here? All right. So, Delilah was with Samson. At the same time, she was talking to the Philistines. Where was her allegiance? And then number three. And Reverend Paddy, let's go to verse 15. Verse 15 and 16. Judges 16, 15 and 16. Yeah. And she said unto him, Mm-hmm. How canst thou say, I love thee, when thine heart is not with me? Now, this, at this point, Delilah have started a schemes, telling Samson, show me wh- where your strength is, blah, blah, blah. And on three occasions, Samson lied to her. So, that is why she's saying this. Mm-hmm. Continue. Thou hast mocked me these three times, and hast not told me wherein thy great strength lieth. Mm-hmm. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death. Take your time and go through that part again. And it came to pass. Mm -hmm. It came to pass. So after Delilah said, you claim you love me. Why are you not telling me the secrets? Why are you being like this? Why have you lied to me three times? You are mocking me. You are making fun of me. You are ridiculing me. And then, uh what did she say? When she pressed him daily with and she came to pass when she pressed him daily. Do you understand what that means? Ch- Ch- do you understand what that means? She kept on pressing him. She kept on speaking. She kept on suppressing him. She kept on complaining. She kept on nagging. She kept on crying. She kept on. Samson, hey, you are a bad man. Hey, Samson, you say you love me. Hey, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Hey, you, you lied to me three times. You don't show. Hey. Not two hours. Not three hours. 
She kept on doing it how many times? Daily. Daily. And what happened? Continue. And urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death. She did it until Samson's soul was vexed unto death. O complaini ya kopim bebia. Nane kra. Samson si minyakra anto bebu. You want to marry. You are beautiful. You are educated. You are well mannered. You are well cultured and everything. But can you control the way you complain and nag? Because you know the Bible says in the book of Proverbs that it is better to dwell in the corner of what? Of the rooftop than to dwell in the house with who? No, ladies, don't pretend you don't know the scripture. With who? Woman. Delilah spoke us till Samson's soul was vexed unto death. So before Samson died, Delilah had killed him already. Look at somebody and tell the person, may God help us. Oh, come on, tell somebody, may God help us. There is a man by name Gary Chapman he said something very profound he said most men who live with nagging women end up becoming two of these number one they either become very quiet and recoil so there are men who have become quiet not because they are quiet they become quiet because of the Constant pressing of words. Let me me say this. It is very personal, but let me say this. One day my sister told me, when we were young, my mother was alive then. And then she said that she had a problem with my mother. My sister and my mother had a problem. And then she said, my mother, she was telling myself and I think my brother that she remembers. Oh, the casa siya net, or the casa siya net titi, ya papa sa anu gane ya. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Those of you men, do you, what I'm saying, does it make sense to you? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, Last week, and I was like, oh, Bishop, Preacher, Bishop. <laughs> Can I hear the lady say, Bishop, Preacher? <laughs> it's as if the men are more than them today. <laughs> but you see, she kept on pressing, pressing. And Gary Chapman says that most men become quiet. And recoil. So there are men when you go to their homes, they are sitting down just watching the TV. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm. Uh, mm. Mm. Because, you know, this thing is real. It's real. If you are married, you're not. May you not knock till your husband's soul will be vexed unto death. 
And if you are not married, may you allow God to take out that spirit out of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So most men, and men, men who are sensible, they observe a lot. They will observe the way you, about things, about sometimes very trivial issues. And you can go on it for days. Eh? And she pressed him daily. <laughs> eh? And I was like, I was like, I was like, then the man will be like, ah, ah, why? So sister, you can be beautiful, but somebody will run away from you. But if you are married, you must learn, that's what the Bible says that in the book of Peter, that we should dwell with our wives with, in wisdom. Are you understand what I'm saying? The fact that your wife is not perfect, you too, you are not perfect. Can I hear somebody say Amen. amen. Yeah, I will balance it very soon. Ladies, don't worry. I will balance it very, very soon. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you've heard their voices now. Yeah. But I'll balance it very, very soon. Because naturally, women speak more than men. It is equally an error for you to subdue your wife to the point that she can't talk. That is emotional torture. Are you, do you remember the okro story? Huh? Do you remember when I'm cutting okro? Oh, how many of you were not here last week? This question, I should stop, I should stop asking. All right. But is any time the wife will say, oh, once we talk to the husband, the husband will say, oh, go to the kitchen, go and cut okro. Anytime she wants to talk, oh, go, go to the kitchen, go, 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 go and cut okro. Go and cut okro. So one day, this man went on retirement and then he came home. Now he's bored. He wants somebody to have conversations. He wants somebody to talk to. And he said, Oh, Akole, ba, 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 wak, ba, he said, Oh, I'm in the kitchen. I'm cutting okru. <laughs> Lift up your hand and say, Help me, Lord. But nagging is a very, very dangerous thing. So, Gary Chapman says that it either makes them recoil and quiet or some men rebel. There are some men who they will rebel. How would they rebel? They will go out and not come back home. Can go to town. By the time, it will come at a time where everybody is sleeping. But if you are a man and you do that, you are a weak man. You are, you are weak, you are cheap. Yeah. You see, Archbishop says something. He says, even if you marry an angel, you must learn how to live with angels. So, no human being is perfect. So, when you find that there are challenges in your home with one or two things, you don't abandon your home. You stay. You talk about it. We discuss it. We we resolve it. We try and, you know, we try and put our messages across that you see, okay, but baby, the way you go on and on about it, after you finish, don't keep on nagging. Then you can even quote Judges. You can even quote Judges 16, 16. Somebody say Judges 16, 16. 
Uh, then you tell her, don't, don't press me with your words next time. You know, but it, it doesn't mean you should run away from the house. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. But I'm speaking in the context of why some men will avoid certain ladies. Because they feel like, hey, I can't handle this one. May God help us. Is somebody learning something? But we can all become better. We can all become better. All right. Somebody asked me a question last week. I'm done with the questions, but somebody sent a question which I thought was necessary. He said, Bishop, you kept on talking about, I'm moving to something different now. I'm moving to something different. So I'm not, it's on the same line. The person asked that, you talked about age and how to, you did the calculation to us and everything. So what happens if my age is, I'm growing and as a lady, I'm not getting married. What should I do? I thought that was a good question. Isn't it? So, I want to make some few comments about it. And even include the men, what you should do. If you notice that your age is going to a certain limit and it's still the man or the woman is not coming, what should you do? Alright? So, number one. If you're a lady, number one. So, this is for the ladies. Pray. Prayer is constant. Pray. Make a vow to God. Like the book of First Samuel chapter 1. When Hannah needed a baby so badly, she prayed every year, but this time she prayed and, and made a vow to God that God, if you help me and give me a son, I will give him back unto you all the days of his life. She made a vow and God came through for her. That's very, very important. You can also make a vow to God. You can pray and make a vow that God, if you will help me and give me a husband, Lord, I will do ABCD for you. I will serve you more. I will do something. You can make a vow to God. But pray. And pray consistently. Somebody understand what I'm saying? Number two. Don't allow desperation to set in. Don't allow desperation to set in. When you become desperate, you can do anything at all. You can do anything at all. (laughs) My wife asked me a question yesterday. That... So, what happens if somebody tells you that, oh, I'm growing, oh, I'm growing, I'm growing. So, I, even, I just want to have a child. Christian, that's a, that's a sign of desperation. Please, you can't go there. God must give you. You can't go and say, oh, because I'm growing, let me go and do away and have a child. Are you understand what I'm talking about? And a lot of people make bad mistakes just at the brink of a miracle. May you not make such a mistake in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen to me. God will come through for you. Amen. Ah, I don't know when to come. I said, God will come through for you. Amen. Look at somebody and tell the person that God will come through for you. Tell the person your case is not beyond God. Amen. But don't be desperate. Don't be desperate. When you are desperate, you don't care. It could be somebody's husband. You, you just want to marry. You could, when you are desperate, you, you, don't, you don't care. It could be a malam, it could be a fetish priest. You are desperate, so anybody at all, it's like you, you, you take out every standard. Nothing matters again. All I want is put a ring on my finger. That is, that can lead you into very dangerous things. And listen to me, 
the worst thing that can happen to you is to marry and realize that this one, you would have been better staying single. That's the worst thing that can ever happen to you. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. When you marry and then you get to a point and you say, wow, what did I do? What have I, what have I done? And you regret it for the rest of your life. May you never regret in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Number three. Once you notice you are, your age is advancing as a lady, don't be overly selective. I said, don't be what? I didn't hear you. Don't be what? Don't be overly selective. My sister. Kevin, we channel. Oh, and now I don't want a man who 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 is bored. Are you going to eat his hair? What are you going to do with his hair? Listen, at a certain age, wisdom is profitable, very, very necessary. Please, I hope you understand what I'm talking about. If you have gotten to your, maybe you are getting to your 40s or almost in your 40 or 40, 41, 42 as a lady and you are not married. Listen, it is not your fault or it may not be your fault. Listen to me carefully. I'm saying it may not be because some of you, when God opened the door for you to marry, you were misbehaving. Some of you young ones today, you are like flowers. You pass here. You pass this. You come to church. You go into school. From works. It's like everybody's clamoring for you. And, and even good ones when they come around you. Oh, you. It will not be like that forever. Come, can I talk to somebody here? I said it will not be what? It will not be like that forever. It will change. So when you are blossoming like a flower, when you are blossoming like a flower, and that's what hurts me, when at the peak of your life, at the prime of your life, where somebody could, people could love you and somebody can easily marry you, you make one man sit you down. Pam, 10 years. Not an also. Then he will take his mouth off when you enter that cave called Dokov, where then uh, <laughs> we will we, we, we cry. We will. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. But at a certain age, you can't be overly selective. It is not now that you are coming to say, You are in your 40s, my sister, and you are saying, I don't want a man who, who has children. In your 40s, how many men your age do not have? I'm not saying every man in their 40s have children. But the reality is that most people in their 40s, thereabout, men have children. Either they've gone to a first world war, <laughs> listen, I'm preaching a good message. I don't know why you have not. Yeah. And then, me, I don't like a man, sister. You see, there is a point where you face reality. Somebody say reality. 
there is a point where you realize that I am not when I used to be 28. I am not 27 anymore. I am not 25 anymore. I am not 26 anymore. I am not 30 anymore. I am going beyond that. At this point, let me face reality. It is not the time to come and say, okay, me, I'm looking for a man. I'm looking for a man who is tall, who has broad chest. You know, uh, I don't want a man who has gray hair. You, you, at that age. You, you, Have I said something? I didn't say anything. <laughs> Tell somebody, be wise. Yeah. At that age, at that age, it is not now you are coming to do, eh, me, I don't like Aigbe men. Eh, me, I don't like garment. I don't like fancy men. I don't like Ashanti men. What is your tribe going to do to you? Tribe, me There are good men in every tribe, in every region, and there are bad men in every tribe, including your tribe. Amen. So, at a certain age, when you are growing and you Charlie, use your brains. It's not like, oh, Bishop, it's not romantic. And, and you know their definition for romantic. Your romantic is when you were in your twenties. When he was even coming to visit me, he didn't come with flowers. Show. green grass over here. You are not coming to do, you know, near romantic, you know, near this. Listen, if I was now at this age, if I was now looking for a wife to marry, the woman, if, I'm, if I was now meeting my wife at this age, she would have had to amend all her expectations. Number one, I won't have time, so much time, like when we met 20 something years ago 22 years ago yeah this year will be 19 years since we married but we've known ourselves for we knew ourselves before we you know so if at this age i was now trying to cut her and you know make advances towards her and she was she wanted me to come to her house like i used to come every weekend those days i used to come and visit her every weekend and i can't possible those times we didn't have mobile phones yeah but i'll go to the phone booth and make calls you think today i would have done that i can't it's not like it's not like i won't do it but i just can't because a number of things have changed at this age work the pressures of work and everything i don't need a lady who at this time is coming to say oh oh, baby and then this and then you know <laughs> it won't work so at a certain age my dear sister cut down your expectation first of all acknowledge that you are no more in your 20s things are changing 
And so, come to reality. This is wealth. This is real life. And begin to adjust yourself. Is it a good advice? So, Bishop, it's like you are telling us that at a certain age, we shouldn't have any standard. No, you should have. The person should still be born again. And God-fearing. That one must be a must. Irrespective. Even if you are 60, don't go and marry an unbeliever. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Number two, the person may not be a rich man, but the person must be hardworking and responsible. The person must be be hardworking and responsible. So the person is not a rich man, but are you a jumadin? If he said, whatever he does, something meaning but he's responsible. You know, when you get to a certain age and you are going into marriage, you are not going to look for children. At a certain age, I'm talking about this, those who are advanced. It's, you know, it's not children going to look for, you are not going to look for any of this thing. It's companionship. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Please, you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. So please, my dear sisters, and at this age to be more friendly with a purpose. More friendly with a purpose. It is not the time to be playing small boys and girls games. If you do that cave and still men can sleep with you and just leave you, then you have a problem. So when will you settle down? Nobody will take you serious. If at that age, when you have done the cave, but still, people can just sleep with you, leave you, sleep with you, leave you, sleep with you, leave you. Accept your faith that you are not going anywhere to happen. But if you are believing God to marry, please be focused. Let the men know you have a standard. <laughs> Yesterday, I was telling my wife of somebody we both know. This person, she's a lady, years ago, not, not in this church at all. I mean, somewhere. She told me, this guy has come into her life. The guy, you know, but this lady has a huge figure. Take tall. But the guy who came is not that take tall. I mean, maybe he should be my height or maybe. Look, why are you laughing? I'm very tall. Though. I'm very, very tall. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know. So, the girl said, oh, but the guy... You know, and then the guy is this, and then the guy is not too tall. And this lady is very educated, and then the guy is not very educated. It's not like the guy is not educated. The guy is educated, but not very educated as the lady. So I told her, I said, my sister, I think you should consider him for ABCD reasons. I couldn't tell her straight in the face that you are not so beautiful. But if I had the courage, I would have told her, say, Sebin Previasa, Listen, listen, sisters. You see, this is one of the difficulties pastors we have. Sometimes you see somebody bluffing and everything. Yeah, it's true. Your mother told you you are beautiful. Your father told you you are beautiful. Your siblings told you you are beautiful. That's fine. Everybody's beautiful. After all, in the Bible, it says we are all fearfully fully made. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you are the fearful one. I mean, but come on. It's fine. So maybe all, since you were growing up, everybody told you how beautiful you are and how whatever you are and everything. They are not wrong. Those who told you you are beautiful, they are not wrong. What do you expect? Hmm? 
There is a saying that monkey no fine. So I couldn't tell her that, sister, and could you say, yeah, Miss Ghana. Sisters, stop deceiving yourself. Some of you are walking in deception. I'm not. You see, some of these are very difficult to say. But be honest to yourself. Know your level. When you stand before the mirror, know your level. You are not Miss Ghana. You are not Miss Malaika. You are not Miss Mataeko. So, you are not Miss Zoeland. So, when you are making expectations and things, please stop looking into the air. Eh? And then come to your level and say that, look, God is able to do far more exceedingly and abundantly above. But, I know my level. Some of you ladies, there are some men, if they marry you, you will never be at peace. Because, number one, yes on you. So no <laughs> tell somebody know your level. Am, am I am I teaching something here? Long story short, this lady didn't even take the guy to do anything. So it never happened. The guy has moved on, the guy is going to marry, has children and everything. This is my very educated sister. She's still singing. Now, where the curve has reached. Ajinyame. Ajinyame. I was telling my wife yesterday, I said, I should have asked her those days that how many men in your whole life has proposed to you? How many men in your whole life has proposed to you? So sister, sometimes we are the cause of the delay. We are the unrealistic expectations and they are looking into the sky. Your sister married some wild guy B and all of that. That's fine. That's your sister. It doesn't mean you get the same thing. So don't use your sister's marriage as a yastic for yours. Your sister married an Abiwaha. Maybe you, you would have to go for Debi Debi Abiyye and grow with the person. The fact that your sister married a rich man doesn't mean that naturally you must marry a rich man. So think. I said, do what? Think. If you're a brother, brothers, brothers, when you realize your age is advancing and you are not married, what must I do? What must I do? Yes, pray. <laughs> oh, these guys. Oh, my imagine Eh? Eh? <laughs> I don't know why you're confused. Who <laughs> 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 said, 
<laughs> uh, all those people, all those guys at the back there. Look at Senor and where's William? Dacosta, uh, are you listening to the preaching? Are you listening? Yeah, I'm preaching for you. So, <laughs> if you're a guy and it's not coming, what do you do? Pray. That is one. Number two, watch. Watch. Because if you don't watch, you could be around uh, by the time you see one year has passed, two years passed, five years have passed. Wait the 50. Listen, there is something about time. It flies so fast. And sometimes you don't realize what you've done with it. Sometimes time, by the time, I don't remember, I don't know how I became 40 years. I don't it still surprises me. Yeah, last time I went to town and I saw an old man who was trying to walk with a certain space and all that. So, I just looked at him and I turned my eyes away and I, I just did. Hmm. You know what I was thinking? So, in 20, 30 years, meet me at the BBC. That's reality. So sometimes if you don't take care by the time look recently we all had children Remember, funny you married how many years ago 20 23 years ago see how fast that's come your your first daughter she's now working right your second your, your last son is in the university i'm sure some of them were here when you got married yeah some of you attended reverend Pani's wedding is that correct yeah the product of those marriage of that marriage now they are adults. Very soon, you may be a grandfather, grandmother. And we are here. Yanko may be also time. So if you are praying, brothers, don't only pray. Pray, watch. After service, go to some of the sisters. Ask them, what is your name? If you are clapping your hands, clap your hands. <laughs> Watch, watch and pray. That is one. Number two. When you, re- I'm not talking to the young people who are, do you understand what I'm doing? I'm not talking about your usual young people. I'm talking about those who are at a certain age. Alright. Number two. It is not time to begin to look for small girls. At a certain age. Now let me tell you this. Some men can hide their age very easily. I have friends who I'm older than, but when you see us together, you would think they are older than me. Is that okay? Now, Brother Ima, you're a very handsome guy. No, 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 honestly. Is it not true? Look at this man. He doesn't look his age. He doesn't look his age. I can't, he's not giving me permission, so I can't mention his age. But he doesn't look his age one bit. Now, if this one, if this body and this face deceives him, nobody has baby. No, lack of it. And then you go and take 23, 24, 25 year old, 26, young girl. Wako Wari, young girl. 
Fresh blood. A bag bebo. A bag chokri. Imbra. Ola bawo. Church, are you here? When you are 40, 45, 46, going, those ages, then you want 26-year-old, you want 25-year-old. Number one, you are going to worry the lady. You worry the lady. Because at that age, the lady is now going to have children. That is one. Number two, the age difference, sometimes 20 years. You are qualified to be his father. Are you with me here? And then, so when you are 60 years, your performance in bed is now reducing. 20 year difference, the lady is 40. That is when her sexual performance is ascending. From 40, that's when the women become very active. Sexually, I hear. I don't know. Nakake. And then you have gone to take Irina. Now you can't perform. You can't perform. Oh, performance. You are like Chelsea. You are like a Chelsea team. You are like a Chelsea coach. Eh? You, you know Chelsea. They bought all the, all the expensive players in the world in their team. Yet, I'm a Chelsea. So when you, are, when you are growing to a certain age, it is not time to go and chase small, small girls. At least, at least, media, I think that 10 years maximum should be the difference. And Krano say, Maybe some questions on Sana. But at least 10 years maximum is not bad. But when you go below, you want 15 years age gap, 20 years age gap, just because people are telling you you look young. You see, Reverend Pani, he doesn't look his age. But I'm sure your bones will tell you that it is not the same. Am I talking to somebody here? So you look for somebody. If you have children already, or you have a child already, look for somebody who may also have children. Or maybe if some one be or something, so that you can complement each other. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or at least get somebody where you can you are growing together so you understand your physiological needs equally when you wake up and you say not the one that when you say in you say ah bah and kokrafawari and you young ladies who want you gather this Watch it. Obey more very soon. 
going to marry somebody, the age difference, 25. He said, Bishop, he's, he's, a, he's a very current man. He's, he's very current. What do you mean, current? Obana. Is somebody blessed today? I believe strongly that this year we'll make the best choices for our lives. Oh, let me hear that amen again. I said this year we will make the best choices for our lives. This year God will help us. Listen, irrespective of your age, I trust God for you. Your marriage shall be celebrated in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't ask me, Bishop, if I already have an ring now, what do I do? That one is, is you now your own decision. Go and make your own decision. If you still want to. You know, people who marry people who are, the age gap is too big. One of the things they suffer from is insecurity. Yeah. Because he can't perform. So when the woman dresses, you know, and then you must hey! Madi. <laughs> Madi, But God will help us. It shall be well with you. Oh, I said it shall be well with you. It shall be well with your marriage. You will marry right in the name of Jesus Christ. You will marry right. You will marry at the right time. You will marry the right person in the name of Jesus Christ. May God help and bless us all. In Jesus' name. Somebody clap your hands and shout out. Amen. Are you blessed? Church, are you blessed? Awesome. Awesome. I want, to, I want to pray with us this morning. Please close your eyes with me. Let's, let's pray. If you are here this morning and you want your sins to be forgiven you, I want to pray with you. You say, Bishop, I need forgiveness of sins. Listen, you can only know true love only after you've experienced the love of God. And this morning, in his love, he wants to forgive somebody his sins. If you're like that person who needs forgiveness, I want you to lift up one hand and I'll pray with you this morning. You are here this morning and say, I need forgiveness. I want God to forgive me my sins. If you're like that, please lift up your hand. Let me pray with you. Is there anybody like that? You want forgiveness? All right. If there is none, please stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Oh, glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Is anybody here for the first time today? You are here for the first time today. Wave your hand at me. Anybody here for the first time? First time today. Yeah. Awesome. Please take your Bible. Whatever you came with and come. Let me welcome you specially. Yes. Church, can we do that club better? Let's appreciate our brother. Hey, awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. God bless you for coming. Thank you for coming.